fuck's happening? Oh, oh shit, man. Oh, man, I shot Marvin in the face. Why the fuck did you do that? Well, I didn't mean to do it. It was an accident. Oh, man, I see some crazy-ass shit in my time, but this, 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 this. Welcome everybody, this is Room Tone, the show that takes filmmaking's community to your ears. Ruggero behind this microphone and on the other side of this microphone, it's Melon Crate, but first, Blade Runner Noir. Ciao a tutti, ciao ciao ciao. A little bit of a windy day today in Vancouver, but we're gonna compensate in here because these guys have passion, they have lots of passion. We have in the studio with us here broadcasting from Unseated Masculine, the UBC, CITR Radio. We have Andreas Psaltis and Siegfried Perolino. How are you guys doing? Hey, hey, hey! Amazing! How are you, man? Thank you for having us in your show. My pleasure. It's always a pleasure to have people with your passion. Siegfried, how are you doing? I'm good, Ruggiero. Thank you so much for having us. This is awesome. Right on. It's a pleasure. Okay, for the people out there uh, in the background, this is Blade Runner Noir from the soundtrack of Blade Runner that Andreas and Siegfried chose for us. There is a very, very specific reason why they chose it for us, but we're going to get to that later. First, you guys came together as Meloncrate. For the people out there who do not know, what is Melon Crate? Melon Crate is our YouTube channel that we created on a few months ago. So we, so we can start, start uh, uh, filming and creating our passion projects that, that we want to show to the people, yeah. Sure. So how did you guys get to meet and, and actually choose the name? Because Melon Crate, I mean, it's, 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 for you guys, it's more than fruit. 
That's that, that's an amazing story. Siegfried, you're going to go with that? Yeah, well... How we met? Well, we all came from VFS, so we all met uh, at Vancouver Film School, Andreas and Matthew, who can't be here today. Um, they took the film production program, and I took the acting program. And long story short, uh, we ended up working on our own projects after we graduated. And... In the terms of how we came up with the name, my buddy Andreas here really loves watermelons. Like this guy has a passion <laughs> for watermelons, and Andreas take it from there, man. Every time we were having meetings, uh, I was bringing like two or three watermelons. <laughs> <laughs> and Matthew's like, "Why? What's happening? Why you're why you're loving so much that fruit?" And I'm like, uh, "That fruit brings me back to my childhood, because uh, since I was a child, I was uh, with gran my grandfather planting that fruits." Watching that fruit growing and uh, I, it takes me back. It takes, takes you me back. It takes you yeah. back to, to Greece. You're a Greek man right yeah. here. And by the way, the soundtrack is from Vangelis, a Greek man as well. Yeah, so a Greek composer. A nice combo. Nice combo right there. Okay. First of all, guys, there are so many art forms out there. Siegfried, how come did you step into filmmaking yourself? I know that, that you've been a producer and an actor especially. How come uh, that specific slice of storytelling? Well, to me, I've always been really interested in movies, and um, for me, it wasn't enough to just do acting alone. I think being on a film set when you're an actor, it's just, it's inevitable that you that you collide with both worlds, not just acting, but also filmmaking. And I'm very grateful to have met Andreas and Matthew um, to help me with the filmmaking process. I've learned a lot from them. And uh, I wouldn't want to do anything else, man. I, I love filmmaking and I love acting. It's, there's nothing else on the world I would rather do, you know? Awesome. Is, is, how do you feel about it, uh, Andreas? Uh, what, what is it that you, you have a background in the cinematography and I watch your time lapses and your pictures and you put some really amazing stuff. I appreciate that. And uh, I, I'm just curious, how come cinema, what's the slice of cinematography that really pulls you in every time? I really love... Uh how the light shapes uh, objects, shape people, how some like, because during the day the light changes. So, so the emotions, so like by, I love, I love playing with that aspect and, um, and yeah, that's, yeah. Just giving, giving life to, to, just giving life to images. Giving life to images, And yeah. I know you're also a great photographer, you basically take and blend in photography and that's how you also actually gave birth to Time Lapse in the first place. You won on a, one of your uh, short films uh, all about Time Lapse is actually won an award, so awarded short right there. Yeah, uh, the one I did for Vancouver. Yeah, right yeah. on. What, what about the, what about the Time Lapses? When did you start uh, doing Time Lapses first? I started doing Time Lapses, that's funny, as soon as I came to Vancouver to study. Oh. I started doing time lapses. I had it a long time ago in my head that I want to start doing time lapses. But like as soon as I came to this city, I just got so inspired with the with the landscapes and and the and the, and the city and the people and the lights and everything and that like it's just it's just roll. It's just roll. The fragrance of Vancouver, huh? Yeah, just roll yeah. it. Awesome. And that's not actually the only awarded uh, project that you, that you guys actually worked on together because as Melon Crate, you guys uh, uh, gave birth to a project that gave you the road reel, right? Yeah. What, yeah. what is that? What is that? What is that? So the road reel was actually the first project that we did together as a group. And that's the one that kind of brought us all together. It was for a film competition. It was for the My Road Reel. And it was a horror that we did. Um, and that one was a very interesting project because we've never worked together before. So we figured out uh, a lot of things um, on the day of. And it was a, it was a huge learning experience. Mm -hmm. But then you guys brought back home the Road Reel. We yeah. did. What is the name of the project? 
Uh, the fridge. The fridge? Yeah. So what is the story about? The story is about uh, how, how a girl sacrificed herself and donates blood to a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right on. That sounds. Uh, that's that's something that I mean. Majority of the people didn't see that coming at all. Um, yeah, nobody expected it. It's interesting how you guys put emphasis on the sound uh, and uh, the layer of sound in that in that aspect of storytelling. Without sound, I don't think that story could come across, and that's the beauty of it because yeah. it's road real, and and you guys had to focus on sound specifically. Where did the idea of that come from, actually? The idea came from uh, the. Um, the idea came from uh, from our friend of mine that uh, is helping us uh, with the concepts, and uh, it came like with the past, uh, like as the civilizations were like sacrificing themselves for something better because they thought that if you sacrifice a god or if you sacrifice something, something better, or you will avoid something worse. Mm-hmm. So that was the whole concept to. To, to just go ahead with the project. Yes. Right on, right on. Project. And uh, Siegfried, I'm curious. Um, so you came here to Vancouver and uh, you started exploring the world through performance. And I'm curious, what, what, what is your background in performance? Did you study directly through filmmaking? Uh, filmmaking, acting based on filmmaking? No. Um, well, it started off in high school. I started doing drama. And for me, when I was younger... Um, because I did a lot of sports before I got into drama. And for me, there wasn't really a lot of um, ways for me to express myself creatively. And even just as a young teenager, it was very hard for me to express myself. So I found that drama was the best way to do that. And um, throughout high school, that's just something that I was really passionate about. And it wasn't until one of my teachers told me that, like, hey, you, you should actually pursue drama as uh, like acting as as a career choice and that brought me to Vancouver and uh, ever since I came to Vancouver I got more involved in not just acting but also filmmaking right on yeah Andreas how about you was there a different aspect of the arts that you stepped into before stepping into filmmaking yeah I was uh, I started in high school doing a YouTube videos with my friends I was uh, I'm fan of Mission Impossible, 007 <laughs> nice. as, as a little kid. And uh, I'm like, one day, one day I want to do stuff like that. And uh, it started like that, with friends, doing stuff uh, for YouTube. And then from there, I got the scholarship and here I am in Vancouver. Right on, man. Making, making it happen through Melon Crate. Through Melon Crate. So let me ask you guys, uh, the past of Melon Crate. If you could uh, summarize it in just a couple of sentences. The sure. past of Melon Crate Ooh. until now. Uh, well, the past of Melon Crate. I, I think the past of Melon Crate was just three guys who really had a burning desire to tell a story, and we got tired of waiting for the opportunity, so we just made it happen yeah. for ourselves. We didn't want to wait for like the opportunities to give it to us. It's like okay, it's like either we make it or like it's, it's never gonna happen. Mm-hmm. That's that's how we approach it. Of course. Well, in life, so many it's it's usually like that. I mean, nobody yeah. gives you a dish ready to go. You have to cook it yourself. Now, the beauty is actually getting to cook the dish in such a way that uh, you can give it warm to the people around you and to the people you're serving. So, what is your plan from now on with Melon Crate? From now on, we want to we have we are having a plan of doing one video every month because we want to start building a community. That uh, because we, we want to share more than actually a film, we want to share our experience, our our journey to this 
to this filmmaking thing because we are we we just graduated from film school but we are still learning we have so many things to learn we are we are like every single day like it's so many things that's going on with life with with filmmaking with everything and you have to embrace everything embrace every opportunity or embrace every failure for for our own good for sure Meloncrete is almost like uh, the bridge and the ch- the way to channel uh, knowledge and information throughout your lives in a way you know mm-hmm. with yeah. friends and uh, step by step just getting to know a little bit more about life awesome so we're gonna take a little break over here and go ahead uh, with the soundtrack that they chose for us this is the soundtrack of uh, Blade Runner uh, you're gonna enjoy this is the love theme from Blade Runner uh, enjoy this magical saxophone everybody enjoy Thank you. 
Ciao everybody, that was the love theme from Blade Runner, soundtrack chosen by our guests today, Andreas Psaltis and Siegfried Perolino. Guys, why this soundtrack? Ooh. Well, you guys heard it for yourself. It just when you listen to the soundtrack, it just it overwhelms you with with different emotions. I think um it was a huge inspiration for us uh, throughout our filmmaking process and for me as an actor throughout my acting process. What I like to do when I'm um, preparing for a role is I build myself my own soundtrack and man, just, just listening to that music, it really puts me in that world, it puts me in that vibe, it's, it's just amazing. What's your take on that soundtrack, Andreas? Oh, this soundtrack, it's, it just allow me to to travel like to to see and uh, and come up with the idea that uh, we for our next video that we will talk about and it just like you just sit down listen to it and and relax me and to come up with a concept write ideas down what is that video that that, that you want to talk about we just recently finished our new video for Melon Crate uh, Exilium mm-hmm. Ooh, what, is, what is that all about it's all. It's uh, about uh, how us, as humans, uh, destroy our planet, and uh, in order for us to to survive, we have to go somewhere else because the Earth is is just coming to an end because we we built the cyborgs that the cyborgs are taking over the Earth, so we came up with uh, an arc seat that is uh, it's up in the in the sky, in the sky and uh-huh. yeah. Okay, so basically this, it's, a, it's a short film that basically takes you through this uh, journey. It's almost like a, like a little quick journey. What, what is yeah. the type of format that you guys were going for? Well, the format was kind of... A, like, it was for a competition, a one-minute short film competition. So um, we had this huge world, this huge um, post-apocalyptic world. I think it takes place two, 2023. <laughs> but it was like hundreds of years from now. And... Uh, as going off what Andreas has said, um, this we have this huge world that we try to fit into one minute, and it was so hard, Ruggiero, to try to fit that much story into <laughs> one minute. But uh, we made it happen, and it was such an interesting, such an interesting project to do, especially coming off Blade Runner. Like we watched Blade Runner, and we had so much inspiration from Blade Runner. I think that. that What's was your take on Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, if I uh, I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. it. The, the cinematography, the visuals were outstanding. Like one of my huge insp- uh, inspirations, and uh, it's Roger Diggins, the cinematographer yeah. of the new oh, yeah. of the new Blade Runner. But uh, like, it was just a huge inspiration for us for coming up with this concept and and making this new video. It was amazing. How do you feel about it, Secret? Oh, man. Like, actually, I haven't even seen this, the first Blade Runner when I went and watched. So I watched the second one before mm-hmm. I watched the first one. But um, you know that saying people say that, like, they people go watch a movie to escape? What I felt like with this movie is that 
it didn't really help me escape. Instead, it helped me reflect on certain things about mm -hmm. my life and the society we live in today. And I think that's what great films do. And this is why this Blade Runner film was so special to me mm -hmm. because it made me reflect on my own stuff. Yeah, the director, Denis Villeneuve, he, he really has the touch for, for thematics. It really always explores yeah. the, the conditions that make us human. I feel yeah. that there is a, a, a big difference between actually the, the original one and the new one thematic-wise. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it always still manages to take you th through that environment. Mm -hmm, and yeah. I feel that the success of this duality and this combination of the two movies, two separate movies, is that they treat completely different thematics mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in such a way, you know? Well, of course, then everybody has its own, has its own beliefs uh, and ideas behind every movie yeah. and thematics, but it managed to pull me in two different directions, which was pretty impressive. Oh, Now, yeah. uh, When it comes to the making of the movie, uh, Exilium, I'm talking about Exilium now, your, your project. How can people check that out, actually? Uh, if they go to YouTube and search uh, Exilium Melon Crate. Okay, so Melon, Melon Crate is your YouTube channel and Exilium yeah. is just the last one. Yeah, and <laughs> because we are, we are still not that big. So if you type Exilium, we'll, like, random stuff will pop up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> it's part of the game. It's always a journey, guys. So yeah. Yeah. As, long, as long as you keep it tight and you walk step by step, people, it's, it's almost like a vibration, uh, vibration game as well, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. Go your way and the people that, that are closer to you will come to you. Exactly. Just create that core of gravity. Nice. So what is your next step, guys, when it comes to projects? Now, the next, the next step. I'm talking about next step, like uh, next month. What's happening? Next month, actually, in two weeks, we're planning Ooh. to shoot the 48 hour one. Oh, yeah, 48 hours. Yeah. So Something really soon. So the 48 hours, basically, you get the, you get the request and you get to shoot uh, and uh, you basically write down, shoot and edit a movie in two days, in 48 hours. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. deliver. Everything happens in 48 hours. Wow. And they give you, you sign up and as soon as you sign up, they give you a character, a line for that character and the prop that you must attach somehow in the film with that character. Wow. How, apart from lots of coffee, how do you guys plan to approach this? <laughs> well, we got a great team that we, um, that we already decided on. Um, I think the secret to this is having relying on multiple people. So instead of having one person stay up for the whole 48 hours, we're going to spread out the workload and it'll make things a lot easier for us. For sure. Yeah. That organization is going to be what, what brings it home, eh? Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Right on. That sounds amazing, man. Uh, it's, it sounds uh, really, really interesting and that you guys try to challenge yourself so much as well. Many people out there complain that uh, complain and complain, complain. Sometimes it's just a matter of shutting the hell up and making it happen just like you guys. Oh, yeah. And exactly. Uh, as you said it, man. As you said it. That's, that's the way. But uh, let me uh, ask you guys. You guys come from two very different places <laughs> and you joined up in here in Vancouver. So Andreas coming from Cyprus. And then uh, we have Siegfried coming from uh, Philipp the Philippines. So what was the, the change with the transition when you guys came here to Vancouver? Oh, man. Um, well, prior to coming to Vancouver, I've already lived in Canada for a while. But, man, it's crazy, Rogero, that like all three of us who weren't born in Canada... Um, all met, met up together and now we're creating films in Canada. It's, it's insane. I mean, I think, I think for me, I think it's that fate. You know, I really believe in fate and the fact that we all came together and, uh, to make great films. I think it's fate that this is what we're supposed to be doing and this is what we're really passionate about. 
but yeah that's beautiful so what what how would you define uh, faith if i may ask you that it's it's a little bit of a tough question for myself as well i'm just mm. trying to explore the thematic oh wow you're going into a deep conversation there <laughs> but uh for me faith ah uh, i like i think for me it's just when you don't second guess yourself and you have like a, a huge gut instinct that that's what you want to do like when i think about acting it just i feel at ease you know i don't feel like there's I don't think about dinner. I don't think about what I need to do tomorrow. Yeah. I just, I'm there. I'm, it's acting. You're in you know? the moment. Yeah. You're in the moment. For me, that's faith. Beautiful. Beautiful. How about you, Andreas? Me, I came from uh, Cyprus after having uh, taken a scholarship at the Vancouver Film School. And uh, it's very funny because <laughs> I, uh, I, took, I took, received the scholarship and I was questioning myself and, and thinking like, oh my God, it's too far. Uh, like probably uh, like I will go somewhere closer to film school maybe in England but uh, when it comes to filmmaking I'm like no like I took I put everything my stuff together I came here it was a little bit difficult and challenging for me at the beginning in terms of getting used to the language to the um, to the new environment because Cyprus is, is a very close like a small country and and here I came like to a city that it's is bigger and it's huge yeah it's huge but like I think like I learned a lot a lot during that process mm-hmm. and yeah it, it was it was amazing I mean, yeah it's it's interesting because I feel that the environment back home at Cyprus it's completely different as well and it's uh, way different yeah, yeah and the type of experience uh, and for probably from the Philippines yeah. as well because yeah. the type of experience that, that we had I believe that that, that joins uh, and makes us all uh, yeah yeah uh, you, unite basically is that coming from an environment that is not as cold or is not as uh, implosive you know mm-hmm. and basically infusing ourselves into something that is so uh, um, that is so uh, it almost acts in slow motion everything is a little bit slower and people have, uh, have take their time before yeah. before yeah. E- e- exploring you know mm. the concept of exploration you know yeah and I found I, I personally found that type of struggle as well so I'm wondering did you guys have that type of struggle as well I had that struggle yeah I had that struggle because in Cyprus everything takes time to and uh, like it's, it's a small community Every, everybody knows each other and if you have to do something, you have to be like to go with the, with with the river and the flow. But as soon as I came here, everything was fast paced. Oh. And un- until I catch up, like I I failed a lot of times. Like I fall, I come back. I fall, I come back. And that like falling and coming back and fall, it made me stronger. In in terms of yeah, yeah, of course. I mean. Uh, Anyways, if you think about it, mechanically speaking, a step forward is basically falling down and standing up. It exactly. just depends. It just depends how how low you fall and if your leg is, is supporting you, you know. But the yeah. fact that you just put your weight on top of the leg and then you use your muscle to stand up again from putting that weight. So every step is like falling. Yeah. And the moment the moment you keep uh, standing up again, of course, it's it's the classic uh, the classic move. It's the classic pawn move right there, king pawn move to open the chess game. But <laughs> the idea is is uh, basically that the transition helps us, and I guess helped you as well. Mm-hmm. Now I'm curious, Siegfried, uh, you told me you moved here in 2002. Yeah, yeah. So I was not born in Canada, but unlike unlike you guys, um, I was able to adapt or 
I adapted to the North America, to Canada at an early age, so it was a lot easier for me to, um, to for, like, it wasn't as much of a culture shock because when you're younger, you don't really care. It's easier for you to fit in. <laughs> so um, it's a little bit different for me, but I do feel the same way when I moved to Vancouver. It was very different because I'm, I'm actually from Edmonton, Alberta, and it's a city in itself, but it's, it's totally different from Vancouver. Vancouver is one of the biggest cities here in Canada, and it did take a lot of time for me to adjust, especially um, coming to Vancouver and following my artistic creativity because I've never done that before I like man I didn't know anyone in Vancouver like, you don't understand I knew yeah. no one so as soon as I arrived at the airport I I went and met my roommate that I've never met before yeah and it was it was crazy it was a total shock for me to come to Vancouver but I mean also there was that excitement of like man I get to I get to act and I get to make films now and it was like almost like a rebirth for me Ooh, yeah, man. Nice. That's Look at that word. word. That's the word. Look at that word right there. Yeah. Well, we, we, we basically grow up by stepping into uncertainty. So oh, that's yeah. a gift. It's a gift. It's mm -hmm. a wonderful gift. Okay, everybody. So we're going to take a little break over here at Room Tone. And we're going to pop right back after um, some fine words here. Enjoy, everybody. Do you like our owl? artificial? Of course it is. Must be expensive. Very. I'm Rachel. Deckard. It seems you feel our work is not a benefit to the public. Replicants are like any other machine. They're either a benefit or a hazard. If they're a benefit, it's not my problem. May I ask you a personal question? Sure. Have you ever retired a human by mistake? No. But in your position, that is a risk. Is this to be an empathy test? Capillary dilation of the so-called blush response? Fluctuation of the pupil? Involuntary dilation of the iris. We call it void comp for short. Mr. Deckard, Dr. Eldon Terrell. Demonstrate it. I want to see it work. Where's the subject? I want to see it work on a person. I want to see a negative before I provide it with a positive. What's that going to prove? Indulge me. On you? Try her.
Ciao a tutti. Welcome, welcome. This is Roomtone, the show that takes filmmaking's community to your ears. This is the soundtrack of Blade Runner. This is Blush Response. In the background, we have Andreas Psaltis and Siegfried Perolino here with us in the studio UBC, uh, representing Meloncrate. And I say representing because there is actually a third member of Meloncrate. Uh, he couldn't make it here today, but he sent uh, a nice uh, uh, piece of audio to say uh, hello to everybody out there. Hey guys, it's Matthew. Wish I could be there right now, at work right now, but uh, I'm sure these guys got lots to say about Melon Crate. It's always fun working with these guys, and I'll be there in spirit. Have fun. Right on, Matthew, right on. He's here in spirit, right on, awesome. A very, very interesting, uh, positive uh, guy, Matthew, right there. Shout out to Matthew, shout out to Matthew for sure. Um, I wanna throw something at you guys. I wanna throw something at you, and it's the one minute pitch. Okay. Are you guys ready to make it happen? Yes. Yep. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get that one minute ticking. Who's going to go first? Siegfried, you want to go first? Yes, sir. Okay, are you ready? We're going to get that clock going, and that clock is flowing right now. All right, so the video that I want to pitch is basically almost a loosely based story on my mom's life. So um, my mom is like the strongest woman I know, and, and we've had so many hardships, especially as an immigrant coming into Canada. It's, it's very tough, and we went through some really tough times. And um, I want to represent um, a film that is really about relationships and really about people because I think those are the films that impact me the most and especially in an age where there's not as much female leads I want to continue that pattern I, I want there to be a strong female lead and also diversity like I, I, I want to cast it as a Filipino mother I want a Filipino mother to play that role it's I think it'll be an important film and I'd be excited to do it Right on, okay. And uh, the clock is still going, we're gonna let it flow. Andreas, uh, uh, it's your time to give it a little pitch. You wanna give it a shot yourself? Yep. All right, so let me restart this clock. Are you ready? And we're going uh, right now. The idea that I want to pitch, it's uh, nowadays there are a lot of ways uh, to do films. And uh, one way that really I really like is virtual through virtual reality. And uh, mm. the pitch that I want to do, it's a, it's a documentary Ooh. about traveling and uh, being everywhere in the world. I want to take people out of the, of, the, of the room, out of themselves, and put them in places that they are no, normally travel. People that are working in offices, they, they, they don't go to Iceland. I want to like capture that relaxation, that beauty of the landscapes and take them there to, to travel and be part of that landscape and that beauty of the world. And uh, yeah, and through time lapses, through nature shots, sunsets, sunrises, cultures to go and... Uh, and explore everything. Right on. Woo! That uh, pitch is uh, right on spot. Perfect. That sounds uh, like uh, both very interesting ideas with a lot of passion behind it. Woo! And it goes back to passion every time. It's We all have we all have our own beating heart here in the studio. We can all feel that. Oh, yeah. Now, um, we're going to do something uh, very interesting. Uh, after the pitch, uh, we have the Proust questionnaire. So uh -oh. Proust, a uh, French novelist, uh, he wrote down 35 questions through which he believed we could uh, truly identify uh, and discover someone's true being. So we're going to go through five of these at random and just, uh, and just to get to talk a little bit about life and uh, start to learn a little bit more about each other. Nice. So first question. Okay, this one I really want to know from you guys. What is your current state of mind? 
Ooh, Andreas, go first. <laughs> no, Sigfer, go first. Oh man, okay, all right. It's a tricky question. All right, now I know what state of mind you're in by letting me go first. <laughs> okay, uh, no, my current state of mind right now, man, is like I'm hungry right now. You know, like, um, man, coming out of kind of coming out of film school, like. Uh, I'm broke, man. You know, like I, I work. I, I did work a part-time job. I've quit now, and I just make films full-time. And I'm in full like hunger mode, man. I'm a lion. I'm ready for whatever comes my way, and I'm gonna grind it out until, until that passion stops. Which I know it's not gonna happen. So keep making films, keep acting. I'm in full hunger mode. Nice. That hunger, huh? That hunger pushes uh, every artist, I believe, to its limits, and then the limits define where the artist goes. Yep. Starving artist. Nice, nice. Right on, Andres. How about you? The same. The excitement. I'm like, I. I that's that's why we are with Siegfried and Matthew. This excitement that, like, and, and passion that we share, it's 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 where I am, and. Uh, I, I, I don't know how to describe it. I find it very difficult to describe it. My state of mind, but mm -hmm. it's excitement. By the way, let me ask you hunger. something, uh, um, guys. I'm really curious to hear from you guys. Where do you both see yourself in 10 years? Ooh. Um, where I see myself in 10 years, I'm go probably going to be in a rehearsal room prepping for a new character, listening to really weird music. <laughs> <laughs> What is the music that you listen before the shows? Give us an example, man. I'm oh, curious. Oh, man. Okay, my guilty pleasure is rap. I love rap. Um, mm. But I also, you know, I, I love like old school R&B, man. Old school R&B. That's where it at. That's where it's at. Nice, nice. Right on. So what, what is it? Let's go back to your, your current state of mind, Andreas. What is it? You still had to wrap that, that, that up? Um, I just caught inside with that um, with that idea of the uh, what, where you see you guys in 10 years I uh, was wondering is there something else you want to wrap up with that previous question uh, no. if, if there is nothing just yeah. tell me man like, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> skip we motivate like, each other that's what it is right yeah. on right on right on okay 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 we'll have another question for you guys which living person do you most admire ooh Okay, for me, a living person that I admire, man. Um, there's this guy who's running this show. It's called his name's Ruggiero. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, living person that I admire, man. Um, I think it would have to be Daniel Day Lewis. I think that guy is an amazing artist, and he doesn't he, like. You don't see him on the cover of magazines. You don't see him, mm -hmm. you know, flaunting his stuff. Like, he doesn't care about the fame. He's pure about the art, man. And he dives himself into that work. And, man, I'm, I'm so excited for his new film. Like, mm. that guy inspires me so much. I, I, I love that guy. The guy who inspires me, and I, I will say, I will say my parents. Nice. Because, like, they, they show me how to fight the struggles, how to how to love myself, and that's that's the most important thing as as I grow up that I learn that if you appreciate yourself, then you appreciate others, and this is the most beautiful thing. And uh, from the filmmaking uh, department, I will say Roger Diggins. He's the most humble cinematographer artist that I always enjoy listening to him. Mm. What he's saying and how he, how he approach art and how he approach his films. 
Whew, some yeah. shiny, shiny words going Ooh. through this microphone right now. Thank you, guys. We're going to jump to the third question of the Proust questionnaire. Bring it on. Which historical figure do you most identify with? Ooh, okay, I got a good one. Um, there's this uh, historical figure in the Philippines. His name is Lapu-Lapu. He was, uh, he was a datu, which means a king. And this was before the Philippines was colonized by, uh, by, the, by Spain. So this guy, when um, the guy who discovered Philippines, uh, discovered, I quote-unquote, mm-hmm. was Ferdinand Magellan. And when he arrived on the island, Lapu-Lapu, the king of the Philippines at the moment, was having none of it. So as soon as the guy stepped out, he chopped, uh, he chopped the head off of the uh-huh. Spaniard. Ooh. So he's a really big figure for us in terms of um, revolution and standing for power. And mm-hmm. you know, like for for me, I feel like I have a little bit of his blood running through my veins. You know, nice, I was nice. talking about earlier about that hunger. I mean, I got a little bit of love, love with me, baby. Nice, <laughs> nice. That's beautiful, Andreas. How about you? I will go with the great Alexander. <laughs> oh, right on, man. Yeah, okay. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some nice faces in the in the booth here oh, in the man. studio. <laughs> right on. Right on. Wow. How come is there like I'm curious, man. How how he traveled from uh, how he conquered the the way he conquered uh, the cities and and the world. It was always a very unique approach in mm-hmm. that uh, in that uh, years and uh, I really ad- ad- admire how how he was communicating with the people how he was like uh, d- like conquer but not conquer like he, he was he was they make the people love him and that mm-hmm. that was yeah interesting yeah the yeah. idea of traveling, uh, traveling uh, yeah. having a journey is always present in yeah. your words and your your ideas huh? yeah that's very interesting man you're gonna travel all in your life that's for sure that's where your heart is going I, 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 yeah. I see it I feel it okay fourth question of the Proust questionnaire which talent would you most like to have oh Andreas <laughs> oh okay uh, I will say I don't know actually <laughs> I just I just thought of one. I just thought of one. So give it a shot. Give it a shot. Let it out. Let okay. It out. So for me, I think singing. I think mm. singing. I mean, we learned. I learned how to sing in um, in school at VFS. Um, but the thing is, talent. I feel like it's something that you have naturally, that um, that you can bring up whenever. So uh, I feel like I have to warm up and stuff for me to be able to start singing and do a lot of research and um, get my body prepared. But I feel like I want to just be able to, you know, start singing a tune in, in the middle of a jazz bar. And, you know, <laughs> like when the time comes, why not? You know, <laughs> right on. Yeah, man. I want that. <laughs> nice, Andreas. Let it out. It's your turn. It's I will say splash. dancing. I will say dancing. Oh, nice. Yeah, like. I know that uh, my culture it's uh, it's it's one of the cultures that they have a lot of uh, dancing choreographers uh-huh. and all that, but I'm not that guy. I I can't dance. Mm. I just standing there and like shake myself like. <laughs> mm. It's 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 gonna it's gonna happen. I feel it, especially yeah. traveling so much with that traveling hard that you have. Yeah. Just just gotta let that music woo, flow in your flow body. in your body. Yeah. You know, you just break the filters. Yeah. yeah, interesting, interesting. Okay, fifth and final question of the Proust questionnaire for Andreas Psaltis and Siegfried Perolino here. When and where were you happiest? Ooh, yeah. okay. I, uh, interesting uh, corner right there. By the beach. Oh, when I'm back home, I always find myself uh, traveling uh, next to the beach. Most of the times, taking photos, but like most of the times, just sitting there, listening to the waves, to the wind, 
and relaxes me. Just allow me to go somewhere that I can't go every day. That mm-hmm. the everyday hustling doesn't allow me to go. And by being in that next to the beach, next to the waves, next to the sea, allow me to just like fly. Wow. All right. Woo. How about you, Siegfried? Ah, that's that's the hardest question you've asked yet, Rogero, because I'm actually reading this book right now that that's talking about how the different ways that we measure our own happiness. And it's like bringing up a lot of stuff in me and it's making me question a lot of things that I um, previously thought was happiness for me. So right now I'm trying to figure out what that is. I mean, I think for me, happiness is always like a constant thing that you always have to be looking for. But I think for me, it's when you don't really have to think about anything else. Like when I'm happy, I'm not consciously thinking that I'm happy. Mm. Like I'm just there and I'm present, you know, like it could be anything for me. I I don't know when was the last time that that happened for me because I was in the moment. I don't I just don't think about it. You know, like I think for me, for sure, like being on a film set. And I just watch Andre setting up the lights, Maddie B talking to the actors. And <laughs> I'm sitting there just prepping for the for the scene, you know. And and you see all the rhythms, and I'm not thinking about dinner tomorrow. I'm not yeah. thinking about anything else. It just I'm just there and present. I think for me that's what true happiness is. Wow, awesome! Just giving yourself to the to the feeling in the end, huh? Oh yeah, just for getting sure. The rationality out. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, we're about to wrap up the episode. So, a couple of things before we actually um, wrap this room tone episode. This is take eight, by the way. It seemed like yesterday that we had take one, but it's uh, we're at take eight today. Oh, wow. um, congratulations, nice. man! Well, uh, congratulations to the community. Actually, without community, this doesn't go forward. So it's all about the community and film lovers. So I want to ask you guys: How can people reach you? Ooh, okay. Where they can reach us through YouTube by typing Melon Crate mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube, and uh, we are setting up a Facebook page. It's gonna called Melon uh, Melon Crate Productions. Mm. That is coming up uh, this weekend, mm-hmm. actually. And uh, yeah, through Facebook and through Instagram at our personal Andreas Psaltis. Mm-hmm. And mine's Big Daddy Sig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Big Daddy Sig. Nice. Right. Okay, we're gonna I'm gonna put that in the description yeah, yeah. right there. Okay, awesome. And one last thing from both of you. What's your piece of advice from deep within for to the filmmakers and storytellers out there? All right. Um, okay. Well, I got a really good one for that. I I just came fresh off a workshop, an acting workshop, and it was talking a lot about the unknown. And culturally, we're wired to always be thinking that we need to know whatever it is that we're doing, whether it's our, our job, whether it's our religion or our relationship. We we need to always have answers. And my biggest piece of advice is um, embrace that unknown. Embrace uncertainty and not knowing because through that you will find um, yourself you'll find the people that you want to work with the people that you love and it will bring you to new places so accept the uncertainty and the unknown Mm-mm-mm. wow as tasty as cheese my mm. friend wow how about you Andres? just go out and do it forget about gear forget about technical aspects forget about anything just go out and do it S- film capture whatever you are feeling that moment say whatever you are feeling that moment with your photos with your videos and just 
as Siegfried said, like embrace the moment. Because filmmaking, it's about creating, creating an art that sometimes it's personal, sometimes it's what you want to say to the to, to your audience. So like just go out and do it. Don't don't let, let anyone or anything to, to stop you from that. Just wow. be yourself. I, I really feel that there is the, the common uh, common thread of faith. We go back to faith over here yeah. with what both, both of you actually talked about, and that's uh, and that sounds amazing. Without faith, uh, we have a we, we can we don't even know we can step forward. So exactly. that's beautiful. Okay, we're gonna have we're gonna wrap up the show. This was room tone. We basically take the passion for the from the filmmakers here in Vancouver all the way to your ears. Uh, I'm Ruggiero, your host. We had Andreas Psaltis and Siegfried Perolino representing Melon Crate, their new YouTube channel. Uh, I'll see you guys uh, next. Wednesday at 2 here on CITR Radio 11.9 FM but for now there is no better way to wrap it up rather than uh, uh, tears in the rain in the rainy Vancouver everybody enjoy I've seen things you people wouldn't believe attack ships on fire on I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the ten house gate. All those moments will be lost in time. <laughs>